If you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and this is Man Blues. It's the big one. It's male suicide. So this is an absolutely huge topic, and one I genuinely don't feel that this podcast is ready to discuss, but it also can't be ignored. I decided to discuss male suicide as a result of seeing a meme and or reddit comment about suicide and it was there was the statistic was something like um, women largely attempt suicide men often commit suicide so the suggestion being that women are only trying men are succeeding and it came through the internet as a joke along the lines of you see men are beating women again but it's not something you want to be the winner of you don't want to be the one who's winning at committing suicide and when I think about suicide I realise that I I think everybody is touched by it in some way because everybody knows someone who's knows someone who knows someone who's committed suicide or has been affected by suicide and it is it's an unusual subject because it's kind of one that gets thrown under the carpet gets forgotten about maybe doesn't get discussed quite as much as it ought to we never really fully understand why the people commit suicide and really awfully I was sitting here compiling notes for this episode and I was thinking who do I know who has committed suicide who do, you know how do I know this person and I immediately thought of someone I, uh, who committed suicide some time ago and just while I started recording this podcast I was like oh my god there was my friend's mother and um, there was that awful story and it's that thing where just in discussing this and thinking of this as a subject I now realise that there are more people I know that have committed suicide than I originally thought possibly because you think you kind of I don't want to say you disregard it because that's not fair but you kind of process it in such a way that that person needed help they didn't get help and they ended their lives and will never ever understand why We'll always know potentially in the case of people who leave behind notes or leave little, you know, suggestions as to why, why they don't feel they can continue. You'll know from them as to why they've done it, but you'll never know why, why. So in the case of this male I know who committed suicide, he was a friend of a friend of mine and he got himself into financial difficulty. Didn't feel as though it was something he could discuss with his significant other and felt there was no way out and took his life. And the tragedy of it is he left behind two children and a grieving wife. That sort of thing is very difficult to come to terms with for anybody involved. For that to be the only the only solution that this man could see is quite difficult. And I was just thinking about suicide as a subject to discuss on the podcast because it's a big, big topic and it does affect men quite a lot. And our, our mental health, collectively, is in the drain. We are struggling as a gender. We're struggling as a sex to cope with our emotions and to cope with our feelings even to the point where I don't understand how cyberbullying can work because I'm not of the generation where cyberbullying could affect me 
but my son is. So when he tells me somebody's posted something about him bad on social media, I kind of go, right, okay. Because I was stood in the playground with people saying it to my face. I don't know what's worse. Possibly it's worse to have things said about you behind your back that you don't necessarily know about. But you don't know about it, it's behind your back. So he's had this thing where he's had to face people picking on him privately and then doing it publicly in a social in a social context. Whereas I just had people walking up to me and picking on me. And I was never bullied at school in that sense because I always considered bullying to be physical. I never considered bullying to be mental. You know, I was overweight. People called me fat, so fatty and so on. It, it, I was kind of like, yeah, that's normal because I'm overweight. That's what they do. That's their go-to. I never considered that to be a bad thing in terms of I never considered myself to be bullied. Looking back, of course I was bullied, horrifically so, and it affected my personality and changed my outlook on life. And as men, we just cannot process our emotions well enough. We are, previous episodes of this podcast will attest to that, we are tuned into being manly, we're tuned into being strong and, and dependable and all these other horrific stereotypes that are attached to men. All because that's what people expect of you. But the problem is, if you're struggling and you're suffering and no one wants to listen to you because you're a man and they give you the old classic, get over yourself, you are left with nothing. You've got no one you can turn to. Again, a similar sort of situation. Another chap that I heard about which triggered this conversation was that um, a friend of a friend of a friend um, got himself into financial difficulty the financial difficulty wasn't his problem he was embarrassed about having made the mistake and embarrassed about what he did and felt there was no way out and took his life again leaving behind a wife and child which is just awful for everyone involved suicide affects more than one person and that's the tragedy of it so i was looking for statistics because this comment from this um meme sort of joke thing that i saw on reddit where it said Females attempt suicide, men commit suicide, so men are more successful at the actual act and things like that. Ha ha ha, very funny. I thought I'd do some statistics, and it is eye-watering. So I looked specifically at the UK, because I'm in the UK, and it's of interest to me what's going on over here. Women, for example, women suicides, female suicides, accounts for 4.9 deaths per 100,000 people, which is high. That's a lot of people. But the men are at 15.5. More than three times as many men will commit suicide than women. That is frightening. It's the single biggest killer of men under 45. And I saw another statistic. I'm 48 years old. I saw another statistic that said men are statistically more likely to commit suicide between 45 and 50. I, I can imagine, I can see why you get to a point where you just think... You know, my life's reached this point. I'm not going to go any further. This is what I've got. This is the rest of me. Work's not going to change. It's only going to get worse. I'm getting older. Potential health issues, prostates, you name it. All kinds of things can happen to men between 45 and 50, which could lead to the thoughts of, well, that's it. There's no point carrying on now. So I looked at some of the statistics. Suicide deaths in Europe. So in Europe as a whole, suicide deaths account for over 58,000 deaths per year. But suicide attempts are estimated to be 20 times higher than that. So I took the number 58,000, multiplied it by 20. That's 1.1 million people will attempt suicide every year in Europe. That's scary. 
Now, I looked at, I tried to understand why. What's the reason for this? Where does this come from? Now, they were saying, and the researchers have been saying, females have more suicidal thoughts. Men die by suicide more frequently. So we tried to understand why. And apparently the researchers, they've discovered, they've partly attributed that difference between suicide and attempted suicide between the sexes because males tend to use more lethal means to end their lives. For example, men frequently die uh, via high mortality actions such as hanging, carbon monoxide poisoning and firearms. Now, very specifically what they mean there is you hang yourself by the rope, clear. You shoot yourself in the face, clear. Carbon monoxide poisoning is the old one where you used to attach a pipe to the back of your car and just sit in your garage and let your car fill up with carbon monoxide and kill yourself that way. That's a really slow and horrible way to go. You know, firearms hanging pretty quick. Um, females, however, they tend to rely on drug overdosing. So while the overdosing can be deadly, it's less immediate and therefore they're more likely to be caught before death occurs. Now that in itself is interesting because I do remember some years ago I was talking to a friend of mine and one of those sort of nights where we were just discussing sort of really dark and random things because sometimes it's genuinely helpful to discuss dark and random things because you, you can you can learn a lot about yourself you can understand a lot about yourself and we were talking one night about these sorts of these very sort of things like how would you commit suicide and both of us agreed we're both males and both of us agreed that we would want to find a method whereby we couldn't survive we talked about, for example, throwing ourselves off a building. And both of us said, almost in the same heartbeat as each other, I wouldn't want to do that though, because I guarantee you I would survive the fall. Because then I'm a paraplegic and what have you, and then you're suddenly in a situation where you can't even lift the gun to kill yourself. Or you can't even lift the knife to slit your throat. You can't take yourself out of the picture because you've lost all use of your body. Paralyzed. This all sounds really dark, and I don't intend it to. But I do think it is a helpful, healthy discussion to understand that these are genuine thoughts that people have. I remember my friend, he was telling me that down in Bristol there's the uh, Clifton Suspension Bridge and it's a kind of a known hotspot for people to commit suicide from. But when the river's of a particular height, as in not too low, not too high, the mud banks are often exposed and they're very, very soft and quite deep. And apparently one year somebody threw themselves off the bridge landing in the mud banks. They survived the fall with a broken leg or two and they were dragged out of the mud and then they had an epiphany and realised, yeah, okay, life isn't that bad. If you've ever seen the Clifton Suspension Bridge, it's very high. So for that person to have survived that fall into the soft mud is first of all miraculous. But the fact that they then were able to use that, move forward, have that realisation life isn't that bad. But the problem with the finality of men taking a shotgun to their faces or even a pistol or, you know, killing themselves by hanging, once you're swinging from that rope, you can't pull yourself back down again. There is no way back. So there's that finality to the way that men choose to commit suicide. Yeah, okay, slit your wrists, fine. Um, take an overdose of tablets, fine. These aren't suggestions, by the way. By no stretch of any imagination are these suggestions for what you need to do. If you need help, if you feel as though you are suicidal in any way, if you feel as though there is no way out, there is, and you're wrong. There is help out there. There's always help out there. There's always someone who can listen. So in the course of me doing research for this podcast, and I'm acutely aware of the fact that there's a lot to be said about this. this is a massive, massive topic. 
there's a lot to be discussed and it can't really be covered in a 15 minute sort of soundbite in a podcast and and I personally any of these suicide stories I've heard they've been to people I know as in distance from my own particular family so that's the difficulty of it is that you're trying to get yourself into a situation you're trying to understand why somebody would do that and you'll never ever understand why somebody decides to take their own life because that's their choice that's what they want to do it's a very difficult situation to find yourself in so I'm sort of suggesting that I'm not necessarily a guru of any sort in this subject because I've not actually dealt with it firsthand. I've only ever heard about it secondhand or thirdhand from other people who've said how they've been impacted by it. But I have had moments where I felt low, I felt life wasn't, you know, not not worth living or anything like that. Not any, I've never had that sort of level of dark thought. But I do understand that sometimes you do feel alone, you feel very on your own, you feel as though you've got no support around you. It's particularly tricky for people who've moved countries, um, particularly tricky for people who've moved from one area to another. You're not around a support network. And I think that's crucial, you know, having that support network that you can trust and you can rely on. But men are terrible for supporting men. We just are. It's almost to the point where if I felt low enough to discuss it with someone to say, I don't feel as though I'm in a good place emotionally, it wouldn't be a man I would talk to. And that's a problem, guys. It's a massive problem. Why don't men think that they can talk to men? This isn't me now sitting here going on a tirade about how men never tell men about their feelings. One of the biggest eye-openers I ever had many years ago when I was at university, there was a guy I was hanging around with and I hung around with him for three years and he was a really good friend and I liked him a lot. But at the end of the first year of us hanging around together and stuff, and I just, uh, I said to a, to a, a mutual friend of ours, So this friend of mine was called Peter. So I said to this mutual friend of mine and Peter's, I said, look, Peter's a really good guy. I like him a lot. And then this lady said to me, have you told him? What do you mean have I told him? Of course I haven't told him because he he knows I like him because that's why I hang around with him. And she said, no, you have to tell him. You have to sit there and tell Peter. So sat there and I looked at him and I just said, you do know I like you as a friend. You know, I think think you're a really nice guy and I like hanging out with you. And Peter was like, no, I had no idea. And I had this this epiphany, this moment where I thought, men just don't say things. They don't say nice things to other men. You might say, nice t-shirt, nice shoes, but that's just disguised for, I like you, you're a good guy, you're a great guy, I hang out with you a lot. That's why I like you. So in terms of that, support networks and things, there is always help out there. I found, I've come across a really, really exciting website in terms of that. It's called Calm, and the Campaign Against Living Miserably. I'll put the link in the blurb for this episode so you can click on there. They've got a guide list for help with specific issues that you're having. It's A to Z, and I was genuinely surprised how far I scrolled down before it got to the letter B. So, you know, they've got one there for anxiety, they've got one there for bullying, they've got one there for cyberbullying, you name it. There's all sorts of things in there. Anything that you think you're possibly having an issue with, they've got a help guide for you. And I think you're not alone. It's not a competition that men have to win. We shouldn't be out there trying to win the competition as to who can commit the most suicides. We should be reaching out for help. And for some reason, men are in a toxic situation where we are unable to reach out to our friends and to our family to discuss our issues. I like to think, I would like to think, that I would be able to speak to my wife about whatever it is that we're going through because the relationship she and I have is very different to the relationship I know a lot of my British friends have. So my wife's European, I'm British, and we have a very different relationship to a lot of our friends because she's just different. She grew up in a different place. They speak differently. They talk to each other differently. 
they handle situations differently and I like to believe that I would be able to speak to her if anything was a problem. If not, I'm going to go to the Calm website. So I'm Leon Deggs and I'm telling you, you're not alone. Thanks for listening.